Greetings from Longtime No See the Podcast. Every week we'll be inviting two blindfolded comedians to answer a series of questions about their careers, lives, and opinions. Now, let's remove those blindfolds and start the show. Hi! What would your opening line with your celebrity crush be? Loved you in Harry Potter. <laughs> Worst date you've been on. A man bit my neck mole off once. You did what? A man bit my neck mole off. Oh my god, Jack almost fell off his chair. Be sure to follow and subscribe to the podcast. Two set pop. So today we're doing a ship series. Yes, we're very excited about this. Oh. It's been a while since we have done a ship series episode, but yeah. it's for sure my favorite series on this podcast. Mm-hmm. It I has been a while. So much. <laughs> I love it too. It's an original, you know, an original series, mm-hmm. like one of mm-hmm. the first, and yeah. we've we've always loved ships so much. Yeah, it's also a big listener favorite. Like yeah, you guys y- really enjoy them, and we really enjoy them. So yeah, I'm glad we're doing it. Me too. <laughs> Okay, so if you have never listened to a ship series episode before, here's what we do. We have all of the members' names on a piece of paper, folded up in a cup. We shake it up. We pull a name, each of us. Uh, whichever two people that we pull, we ship them. So we kind of look at what their potential romantic friendship as shippers like to do is like. And mm-hmm. we also, of course, talk about their friendship. Mm-hmm. So, uh, normally I go first, so I'm gonna... Yeah, traditionally Kayla goes first, so she's got her cup, she's gonna shake it, she's yeah. gonna let you all know that she's got their names in okay. there. Okay, <laughs> let's see. <laughs> Soak Jen. Soak Jen, really? Yeah. Yay. Yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay, this is exciting because we haven't had... Have we had a ship with him? Or I don't know if we have done a ship with him. We, I mean, we'd have to. No, get... no, we just did gin cook. Oh well, that's yeah. right. Oh, that, that seems was like great... forever ago. Oh my god, it was so long ago. Okay, yeah, I'm down with yeah. this. Okay, okay, okay. All right, here's my cup. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I always get so excited. That's John Cook. That won't work. We just no, did that one. <laughs> we can't do that. <laughs> I gotta do it again. Okay. Sock. <laughs> oh my god oh this is gonna be so fun okay this ship name is two sock two sock yeah, yeah. Huh. Okay. i'm excited this will yeah. be good yeah yeah oh. we've gotten we've definitely gotten more uh young obscure line. yeah 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 i like that we don't like get the most popular ships all the time are the ships that we don't mm-hmm. think about every day and mm-hmm. i think i mean yeah this is definitely one of those where everything's gonna be kind of new to us i'm excited totally new to us yeah. i'm excited too Ooh, okay <laughs> okay right. guys well we're gonna go and research and mm-hmm. then we'll come back and tell you everything about tusok yes okay mm-hmm. see you soon bye and we're back. We're back. <laughs> I'm Kayla. <laughs> and I'm Bethany. And this is Standing BTS. 
Yes. Yeah, welcome to another wonderful episode where we get to hang out for about an hour and just talk about BTS. It's a lot of fun, but we do have a disclaimer. This is a comedy fangirl podcast. That means that we're going to fangirl, laugh, and learn a little bit along the way. Yep, that's right. This is an explicit podcast, though, so if you aren't cool with that, you can dip out now. We won't blame you. Totally. But if you're down for some, I am so fucking excited to finally explore this ship. Yes. Or there are way too many underrated ships in this fandom. That is so true. That's <laughs> <laughs> what we've come to find. Uh, yes. Uh, so if you want to hear about all of that and talk about all of that, then you are in the right place. Uh, obviously, in today's episode, we're talking about Tusok. And um, here's how we always do this. In the first part of the episode we're going to explore any romantic ship things mm-hmm. about them that are out there uh mm-hmm. obviously there's two sock romantic shippers out there and we just want to do them justice and talk about the things yeah. that make them ship them because um, they're all valid in yeah. their own little way yeah yeah <laughs> Uh, and then the second half of the episode we will just talk about their amazing friendship mm-hmm So disclaimer, no ships are real, no ships are confirmed. Our purpose for the ship series is that shipping is a part of the fandom and of K-pop culture, which is built in by fan service. Every single possible ship is shipped by someone. So again, the purpose of the ship series is to explore everything that is out there about that ship. If you don't like romantic discussion into ships, then go ahead and feel free to fast forward to the second half of the episode. Yeah, totally. Do not feel bad about it. We don't, Mm-mm. you know, it's fine. We get it's, it. Yeah. yeah. But before we get do into it, <laughs> do your thing. Um, we want to thank you wonderful armies for being here and for supporting us. If you're a fan of this show and you want to show your support for us, you can do that by telling people about the podcast, uh, by writing a review on iTunes or Apple podcasts or wherever you listen. And then if you would like to go above and beyond and show us some more support, you can do that by donating monthly to our Patreon at patreon.com slash standing BTS. Or if you'd like, you can make a one-time donation at paypal.me slash standingbtspodcast. Your support helps us to improve the quality of our content and to continue putting out weekly episodes. Any type of support is super appreciated. We're glad to be here. We're glad you guys are here listening. Mm -hmm. We're super excited to do this episode. Yes. Thank you, guys. And we love you. Um, Mm -hmm. We are super. It's been this is actually our first ship episode where we are apart and we had to do all of the research apart but this week we're like what are we gonna do and okay well we got to be honest first about (laughs) chicago when we went to the concert and we did our concert review or just like talked about our whole experience we the episode ended up being way longer than we expected which is like every episode right but (laughs) (laughs) but we had a time in which we needed to get out of the Airbnb and wow, we really went up to the last minute and we were like, oh, we don't have time to draw a ship. No, yeah. uh, but we we just love the ship series so much when we were deciding on what what we were going to do for an episode this week. We said, just screw it. Let's just do a ship separate. So we yeah. drew separately, but it was still really fun and exciting. We, we like FaceTimed while we did it and we showed each other like the the piece of paper. paper with their names. 
<laughs> it was cute. It was still really fun. It was fun. Um, mm-hmm. So we are really excited to share everything that we have to tell you about them. But before, we're just going to quickly share our content of the week uh, because we both had really good ones that were too good to pass mm-hmm. up. So mm-hmm. mine is the Minjoon V-Live. Um, yeah. Just a treat. Uh, they just hung out for an hour and like talked about a bunch of different things, a range of topics. They did face filters. They played different songs and just kind of like vibe to them. They talked about different members. I really enjoyed it. Two of my favorite people. They gave people. each other nicknames, right? Minnie and Moni. Yeah. They, I mean, they mm. kept they kept saying that the whole time. It was the best. Super Damn, cute. That's Loved cute. it. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, that's cute. Minjun also, shippers are Minjun. really living. I feel like Minjoon was an underrated ship mm-hmm. when we did the Minjoon ship episode, and now they are not underrated at all. I think I people know. see it. <laughs> I love see it. it. Yes. Jimin really loves Namjoon, and Namjoon really loves, really loves Jimin. Jimin. Yeah, it is undeniable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, my content of the week is Young's solo V-Live, although the Vope V-Live was really cute, too. But I really enjoy Young's solo V-Live because it doesn't happen very often. And he just, the whole V-Live felt really intimate. I woke up like one morning and I was like, I have time to watch his V-Live with subs and stuff. And it was just really peaceful. And I felt at ease mm-hmm. while I was watching and, and listening to what he was doing. He like ate a Twix bar and oh my gosh, he laid in bed at the end of it. <laughs> Ultimate boyfriend material. Boyfriend. Oh. oh yeah. I just hit my mic. <laughs> <laughs> Too stressed out about Taeyang. <laughs> yeah, but it really was a treat. And I just love getting to hear him talk and play music and show us what he's and tell us what he's up to yeah Yeah. for sure okay so that was our little content Content of the week week, yeah we're gonna get right in to to sock um we do have some general remarks right Mm -hmm. here at the beginning um just overall thoughts about we gotta tell you how research went yeah yeah (laughs) it was fun it was definitely different doing it separately we did have some time where we got to facetime and do some together but Mm -hmm. a lot of this we both kind of did on our own or watched videos on our own Mm -hmm. but we were also like texting and stuff and obviously we went and watched all these moments that we all found that we found during research and yeah honestly when we drew the ship I was a little concerned because I'm like damn this is gonna be another one where it's gonna be impossible to find romantic moments but no 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 Mm -hmm. no no Tusak is shipped romantically and I think we might have more romantic moments than friendship moments I actually think we might yeah. Like, Granted, I, there's there's endless moments for Tusak. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're like constantly interacting with each other. Right. But, but we just we found a lot of romantic ones. Yeah. And it really wasn't difficult to do. Like research mm-hmm. went very easy. There's a lot of different videos out there, a lot of different amino blogs, a lot of Twitter accounts and hashtags and uh just a lot of information out there so great content so super great we're excited to talk about it yeah so we do have some varying ship names we're mainly going to call them two sock but mm-hmm. you can also call them Jin hope or hope Jin. um i actually when i'm like on twitter sometimes those come up with like responses but you don't find many 
like responses for those last two on YouTube. Yeah. Everybody on YouTube just calls them two sock. Two sock. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Which is just such a great name for them. I mean, it's so perfect. It's like, it's so different yeah. from all the other ship names. Right. Um, so sometimes people call them the sunshine ship because of their similar personalities and attitudes, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're also the scaredy cats of the group, which nobody here is surprised about. No, <laughs> I'm definitely not surprised about. No, we, it's general knowledge for BTS. Oh, <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> um, we used a bunch of different videos, just watching different videos from YouTube and different army pages. So we will be sure to link all of those in the description for you guys. If you want to go check those out, we're not really Mm going to be shouting out like, Oh, this is a specific moment from this video Mm -hmm. necessarily. But like we have all of those to you. If you want to go watch these moments, you totally should because they're super cute. And we were, I mean, just, we lucked out with this. We were able to find a lot of the original sources that we can put the links in there for all of you to go and actually watch the exact source of like where these moments came from. Which is usually pretty difficult. Uh, One of the videos that we have, they at the beginning of the video, like put in writing over the video, like this is from American Hustle Life episode six. And it's like, yeah, thank you. That's all we Such a blessing when that happens. It makes our lives a lot easier (laughs) because when we do these episodes, we want to tell you exactly where it's from, like down to the episode, down to the seconds if we can. Most of the time. But we won't be doing that. (laughs) Yeah. And we we just can't. Most of the time spent researching, I'd say like easily half of the time is finding a great clip in like a compilation video and then being like okay what is that from when did it happen which behind the scenes (laughs) shooting was that from like what is it and it's very very difficult we struggle with season greetings and summer packages Mm -hmm. we're just like from year to year it can be so hard yeah if we have any sort of doubt we're like oh yeah this is this is season's greetings 2016 like that's our (laughs) (laughs) go-to and then we'll then we'll be like no wait young forever jacket shooting wait no (laughs) we really struggle spring day behind the scenes and it's like no it's not yeah we try (laughs) we we do so some of these we know some of them were just like it was from some tv show yeah yeah there are a couple of those yeah all right so let's go ahead and get into romantic ship moments if this isn't your thing go ahead and fast forward for when we announce we're moving on to friendship yeah but I'll for let now you know. we are going to talk about the the romantic ship moments between two sock so the very first one that we're going to talk about i think is one of the more well-known romantic two sock moments because they almost accidentally kiss in this in this moment for them. So it was BTS M countdown teaser during the DNA era. Mm-hmm. So they were like up on stage. They were like sitting in these like bar stool things. They were just really promoting DNA uh, and love yourself her. So Jen and Hobie were sitting next to each other and I don't really know the context of it, but they stood up because like they were like, okay, yeah, like they were going to hug each other you know, they were like celebrating or being like, you know, just whatever. Mm-hmm. But when they go to actually hug each other, 
they like didn't neither of them lean to like one side like I know sometimes <laughs> it can be awkward with hugs like knowing which way to lean mm-hmm. but they both kind of like didn't really lean either way and their f- eyes are closed they embrace each other and like for some reason both their faces like touch and their lips bump into each other mm-hmm. and like their cheeks kind of yeah and it's so <laughs> funny because they realized what happened but like their eyes are closed but they like felt each other's faces on each other and they both turn so disgusted well especially yeah. <laughs> Hobie Hobie looks so disgusted and Jin he just looks like surprised but also kind of like what just happened mm-hmm. and it's just one of their best moments for like romantic. Maybe I think it can be argued that, you know, it was accidental and they both were like, ew, gross. But it was like on stage, right? Right. It was. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> that's just <laughs> it's just great. And like you get to see Jimin's reaction and Young's reaction because they're also on stage. And Jimin, like, he's almost got he almost has like an overbite. Because he's, like, just <laughs> grinning so hard and laughing hysterically that that had just happened. But it's it's just really cute and really yeah. great. I think it's really funny that this part is talked about, like, all the time. Like, the two-sock kiss. And it's, like, the so... It's so accidental. It's and accidental. Neither of yeah. them were expecting going in for it or, like, wanting it. They were both mm-hmm. taken completely by surprise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hobie's face he just looks so disgusted yeah I I just can't get it out of my mind he's like curled up like like around his nostrils like his Mm -hmm. and flaring (laughs) I can't too funny yeah um so next we're gonna talk about a moment during Bon Voyage 2 uh this is episode seven or eight we don't we don't know um this is the titanic moment and the can you feel my heartbeat moment and what i love about this is it's very cute and sweet but they're also totally hamming it up together like Mm, yeah they're just they are so goofy and they really feeds off of each other so like um so Jin like wants to do the Titanic pose and he's making Hobie come up behind him and Hobie's like not really sure where to put his hands at first. Like he almost puts it on his like on his side and then he decides, okay, I'll just wrap all the way around. So his hands are like resting on his lower tummy and um mm-hmm. it's just really cute. Uh but then he drops it. He's like, Okay, I'm done. You had your Titanic moment. Yeah. And yeah. Jin is like no. Well, like, Jin starts like flailing, like yeah. flailing his arms, doesn't he? He starts like acting like he's flying, <laughs> like flapping his wings. No, and Hobie's kind of like whatever. Well, <laughs> and walks okay. away. <laughs> so, that's like so he walks away, and then he. Jin is like, no, like, come back. I want to do it again. Oh, okay. Yeah. And Hobie is oh, like, I too soon. <laughs> he's like, yeah, he's like, whatever. And so he comes back, but Jin puts his arms out. And so Hobie just like grabs his armpits. Like he's, mm-hmm. and Jin starts saying, armpits, armpits. And then he goes, <laughs> I'm flying. I'm flying away. Like it's, it's fucking hilarious because he's yeah. like being so obnoxious and Hobie is like really grabbing and like lifting him <laughs> up a little. I mean, uh-huh. it's too funny. So that's, that's not even, that's one part of this. The other part is like what then Jin does to Hobie, which he's like 
turns around and puts his ear to his chest and he starts singing mm-hmm. like the can you feel my heartbeat and Hobie mm-hmm. is like super into it and like making all these expressions like yeah. singing along to it super cute another yeah. like but there's super a handy. lot of skinship going on here oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah because because Jin really has his whole head to Hobie's chest mm-hmm. and he He's like, can you feel my heartbeat? Uh, uh, uh. And they're just like basically like dancing on each other kind of to yeah. like the rhythm of a heartbeat. Yeah. It's just really cute. Yeah. Super cute uh, and really funny and definitely mm-hmm. a ton of skinship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, going along with Bon Voyage 2, they have a couple of other moments. What I've come to realize is that Bon Voyage 2 was just a terrific Bon voyage for all ships because everyone <laughs> interacts and has some sort of romantic thing happen. Yeah. But Jin and Hobie are together and they're sitting on a bus in Hawaii. And I think they're like towards the back of the bus a little bit and they're kind of cuddled up. They made me look like they're a little tired from their day. Mm-hmm. But Jin is sitting to the left of Hobie and Hobie has his bag to his right. And Jin reaches over Hobie's body to like reach inside Hobie's backpack mm-hmm. and he kind of like you know you know rustles around a little bit in his bag and then he pulls out nothing but he holds up like a <laughs> finger heart that like he like pulled this out of out of Hobie's bag for Hobie yeah, yeah. and he does this like a couple times yeah. he like keeps reaching in and pulling out these finger hearts and he's for like Hobie. Poo, poo it's so cute like every time he's like kind of here look what i brought up for you and he has this look on his face like eh you want is this what you want like it's super (laughs) cute (laughs) and hobie like hobie cracks a smile a little bit but i just think he's tired or something he's just Mm -hmm. not reacting too much but then jen reaches in his backpack and pulls out like a bag of I want to say like sour gummy worms or some sort of gummy treat that totally sour gummy worms. Yeah, they're. I think that's what they are. Yeah, they have to be. <laughs> but Jin, he pulls out like one sour gummy worm and he pretends like he's gonna go and feed Hobie. And I think Hobie already is kind of like skeptical about what Jin is gonna do here because he's like, is he really gonna feed me? Because it's Jin. So <laughs> he. <laughs> Jin puts like the gummy pretty close to Hobie's mouth and pretends to feed him. But then, of course, he pulls it away really quick and then pretends to feed himself. But he actually doesn't eat it. And Hobie's expression just like goes complete pouty, like really. I can't believe you just did that. But Mm -hmm. I can at the same time. Mm -hmm. Why did I fall for this? I hate you. (laughs) (laughs) I should have known. yeah. yeah, but the thing that's really cute about it, too, is after Hobie gives Jin this look, I think Jin maybe feels a little bad about it. <laughs> <laughs> I think he did. It's, it's one of those really cute, teasing, playful things. And, you know, just that, like, couples would do. Yeah, and it's also, like, just while we're on the topic of cute, teasing, playful things between... Tusok, like what I noticed during this research was their teasing playfulness is definitely their own and different than like Mm -hmm. any of the other members. Like I think like 
for example, Gin Cook, when we did them, they definitely have like their own teasing, playful, but that could be like more rough, like rough housing. Physical. Kind of. Physical. Yeah. That is mm-hmm. not what they do, what Tusak does at all. It is no. it is mental. It is um and it's chaotic, off- embarrassing, <laughs> goofy. Yes. Who can embarrass who the most? Totally. <laughs> Um, or who can just get on the other person's nerves, but for some reason, neither of them ever like snap, at least in the clips that we see, obviously, like, Mm -hmm. I don't know, but like they just end up cracking up. Like their, their teasing is super playful and super Mm -hmm. fun. Mm -hmm. Okay. So the next little moment that we're going to talk about is run episode 30, the fashion show. And if you guys remember, um, Bethany did this during a run replay. She covered yeah. this episode. But just as a recap, uh, in this episode, the members like had picked an outfit that one of the other members would have to wear. Um, and the way that it was determined who wore whose outfit for a fashion show was by a secret, like a blind rose toss. So mm-hmm. each member stood facing away from a line of like the rest of the members and then they'd toss the rose back over their head like bridal mm-hmm. bouquet style and whomever the rose touched or came closest to or was pointing at um ended up wearing the outfit of the person who threw the rose so mm-hmm. um they had all seen the outfits before throwing yeah because they had these racks and yeah. so there were like seven racks and all the members put up their outfits that they chose and Hobie saw Jin's, which was like every article of clothing you can imagine, but in the color of pink, like mm-hmm. different shades of pink. And Hobie like was a little apprehensive. He like went up to it and he's like, oh man, I do not want Jin as my partner. <laughs> I do not want Jin as my partner. So when Jin went up to throw his rose, he's like, I'm going to get Hobie. Uh-huh. Like I'm going to have Hobie wear my outfit. And so he goes up there and he has his back turned to all the members who are in a line where mm-hmm. he like tosses this rose and Hobie, oh man, he, you can just see how nervous he is. And he's like, shit, like I cannot, cannot get hit by this rose or like have that rose near me. So they're all like shuffling around. And as Jen is tossing the rose over his shoulder, he's like, Jong Ho Sok, like he like yells his name <laughs> and he tosses Super it. Super dramatic. And, like, most the roses like were either they either hit the floor or they were like somewhere near the member this one straight up hits hosak in the face like it <laughs> it just is like it was so perfect how you it could all worked not have out that way it better. Yeah. yeah yeah and i just love the the drama of that moment when he yells out his name and it's like it was destined for him to wear this outfit <laughs> and even though hobie was apprehensive about this outfit that sok jin mm-hmm. chose like he worked it very well oh oh he worked it but we've said this a million times on this podcast jong ho sok can wear literally anything anything and look incredible doing it yes yeah yeah um (laughs) i'll never be over this complete pink ensemble outfit that he strutted down this runway with looking fine as hell even though most people would say it's like absolutely ridiculous he looked so so good it is ridiculous for like normal 
life, like for normal functionality even. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's like multiple pants, long socks, like multiple like over like coats, like jackets and a coat. Like three jackets. Yeah, (laughs) bro. It's too much. But he does it. He does it well. Mm -hmm. Also Mm -hmm. um, important to point out is that Jin ended up getting styled in Hobie's clothes for this as well. Um, so Jin was wearing this incredible outfit. And I remember mm-hmm. when he got it, when they were going over them and they were all looking at this, like, I feel like it's like a, like this bucket cap that he's wearing. Mm-hmm. Everybody was like, where, how is this supposed to go with this outfit? Where is he going? Is he a fisherman? Like, what is he like? What is this? And he's like, no, like, you know, you just wear it. Like you'll be fine. Mm -hmm. And he totally is pulling it off. Oh yeah. Yeah. Jen looks really good in, in Hobie's outfit, Mm -hmm. which is very, very Hobie style. Like he actually picked clothes that I think that he would wear as an ensemble, but Jen, Oh, he looked so good. Like really hot, really hot. Yeah, super hot. <laughs> Even with his like fuzzy little pocket pouch thing that Hobie always kind of wears those little pouches. Yeah. And Hobie was like, this is a must. You have to wear yeah. this. Like this complete outfit. And I remember when we talked about this episode, we were like, well, there's colors in that fuzzy pocket pouch that's like mm-hmm. also in these 10 pound each Balenciaga tennis shoes and Mm -hmm. like it all works together and there's gray on the pouch and gray on his coat like we had a whole Mm -hmm. a whole thing like it Mm -hmm. it really is a great outfit it is yeah (laughs) (laughs) okay so the next thing we're going to talk about is the fact that they have matching bracelets Mm -hmm. uh they showed them off in a behind the scenes video when they were wearing them on the way to the amas in 2017 and randomly through research i found out that these bracelets are seven thousand dollar bracelets which is damn crazy but i'm really not surprised like no (laughs) at this point um But they're just like a simple silver band bracelet. They might have like some stones on them, um, but pretty simple. But they do have like these matching bracelets. And when I first found this tidbit of information, I like was going to put it under friendship because I just automatically thought like friendship bracelets. But Mm -hmm. then you reminded me that like with like Tay Cook or like, I mean, V-Men, anybody who has like a matching necklace or whatever, people tend to make a big deal about it. So I bet two sock, like serious two sock Mm -hmm. shippers would definitely be like, this is a romantic Romantic. thing. Yeah. 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 I would say like most ships have like some sort of matching bracelet. I think like all the members have like certain pieces of like clothing that mean something to each other. Mm-hmm. So generally if they have like matching bracelets or they swap clothing or something like that, most like romantic shippers will say like, Oh my gosh, you know, they have this is know, proof bracelets, you know, that they share and blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I totally get why you put it under romantic. I think, yeah. I would I would do that (laughs) okay perfect well the other thing that we have to talk about is two sock back hugs um like seriously all the time this is a huge thing all the time it's a thing for them it's a thing Mm -hmm. um so just a specific which I never knew it was a thing for them until doing this research yeah me neither I had no idea I never really noticed that they back hugged so much 
I just don't think that I like looked for moments between them you know like Mm -hmm. but it really is these moments run rampant so we're gonna tell you about a few of them but really there are innumerable times that they do this um we couldn't possibly know all of the times like it probably happens Mm -mm. every concert yeah so uh, one of the clips that I found was from April 22nd, 2017 on Wings Day 1 in Bangkok after the last song when they're saying bye. And Hobie is super cute. He's standing center stage and with like his arms outstretched, he's blowing kisses to the crowd on the left and the right, just back and forth. And it's super mm-hmm. cute. Uh, and then out of nowhere from stage right, like out of the frame, Jin just walks in and walks right up from behind him and just hugs him around the waist. And mm-hmm. what I think is like cute the way that he always hugs him, he doesn't hug him like over his shoulders or like in like a constricting way or mm-hmm. like a, you know, like I'm getting you or something like that. He sneaks in under his arms and hugs him around his waist and like tucks his head like his chin yeah, he like rests his chin on his shoulder on his shoulder mm-hmm. yeah it's super cute it i mean i watched like eighty thousand videos of this happening and mm-hmm. i just loved it um they end up in this situation holding this hug for a good 20 seconds and they even walk across the stage like this bound together as hobie oh. is waving by with both hands like high in the air and jen is just hugging him holding like walking on. with him yeah, yeah. Uh, it's too cute oh that's so special he just like has them fully in his arms like Mm -hmm. waddling together literally (laughs) waddling um also related but not the same as like a necessary back hug but at an isaac event jen wasn't feeling very well according to some youtube comments i read for context and he was laying on the floor with like this big plushy behind his head and Mm -hmm. hobie just comes out of nowhere and he laid down gently on top of Jin and just hugged Mm -hmm. him and kind of snuggled him for a little bit before he Mm -hmm. he got up so he gave him some love he gave him some love he gave him some hobie comfort yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that one's really cute super adorable so going along with the tusak back hugs another thing that happens is during season's greeting 2018 shooting so this is like if you guys don't know what season's greetings 2018 shooting is it's like they're all kind of wearing at least for some of it these bluish greenish jackets and white t-shirts they're like windbreaker style jackets you know like they're not like super big they're just like kind of like light jackets Uh uh-huh yeah and i feel like they all have just just light brownish brunette hair mm-hmm. and they're all kind of like bowl cut kind of <laughs> haircuts um but anyways during this hobie has kind of like this like white visor on too but they look really cute and they look really great so they're walking down i don't know like this alleyway together mm-hmm. and the camera is really just on hobie but then Sakjin comes up from behind and hugs him again around the waist, like right there, and kind of like puts his head on his shoulder a little bit. Mm-hmm. And Jin says, I don't like the heat, but I love teasing others so much. 
And then he continues to add, I love this heat. And he's referring to like body heat from the hug. Mm -hmm. And Hobie's response to this, he's like, what's that? Like, (laughs) what did you just say? Like, you love this heat? (laughs) It's really funny. Um, And then Jen, of course, just being the confident man he is, replies, I want you to feel hot. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like, and again, I feel like this is what they do. Like, they push the limit on each other like Mm -hmm. especially I feel like Jin really loves to test Hobie and be like Mm -hmm. how far can I push you yeah 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 but referencing to this heat between them like from like their body heats touching (laughs) and that he wants Hosok to feel hot yeah I mean (laughs) and I'm not gonna lie the end of it Hobie his face is just like pure disgust like get (laughs) off of me (laughs) (laughs) which I guess you could argue is maybe not romantic but I still like the level the level of comfort between them yeah I guess you can say for all BTS members but like this is just super special this interaction between them And it doesn't end here either because later that day, like at night, Mm -hmm. Jin is looking out over the ocean at this like overlook uh, and he's kind of like resting himself on this ledge and Hobie comes up from behind Jin, which usually it's Jin coming up behind Hobie, but we get to see Hobie come up and latch onto Jin and he snuggles up next to him and wraps his arms around him. And he's even like bent at the waist a little bit to accommodate for the height of this like ledge that they're leaning Mm -hmm. against. But it's nighttime. The stars are out. They're looking out at the ocean. The other members are around them, but like they're just like really taking it in together. Yeah. Holding on to each other. Yeah. If I feel like if any of the moments that we've talked about, you're going to argue for being romantic. I think this one, you could totally say Mm -hmm. this is so romantic. Like Mm -hmm. even if the other members are there, like in this bubble of these ships, you can imagine them however far you want to imagine them. They don't Mm -hmm. care if they're together type romantic ship. Okay. So they're sitting, looking at the ocean at night with like the stars and you know how soothing the ocean sounds when you're just like Mm -hmm. with this person that you love so much and care about and how nice it is. Like, yeah, totally like can see how people are going to say that's a two sock romantic moment. Mm-hmm. I always, to put myself into perspective, I have to think like, what if that was Jungkook and then Taeyong did this to Jungkook? Oh yeah, because <laughs> like that's just my fave ships. Yeah, and so I would be freaking out about it. If that were Minjun, if that were Jimin, and Namjoon yeah. did that, I'd be, I'd be done. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, I totally get it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just want to talk about just hugs in general because there are so many um but this is kind of goes off of the last one that you were talking about where it seemed like Hosok was like kind of put off a little bit um uh-huh. so during the shooting of Mike Drop Remix Hosok uh took to calling Sokjin a mite as in like he just sticks to you uh because the entire time like when they weren't obviously filming Jin was very huggy with Hobie all day Oh, also sidebar. Huggy. I know. <laughs> I'm like, is that a, even a word? Huggy. He was in a I mean, huggy mood. <laughs> he was in a huggy mood. Um, 
but anyways, um, during this filming, like sidebar, just unrelated to the hugging, but I just thought it was cute, is that Hosok came up to Jin before they filmed the outdoor part and he went to tell him, Young, the explosion is really loud. They said we only have a few chances to film it. So they told us not to freak out while dancing, but I am a hundred percent sure that you're gonna freak out. <laughs> and he's like, I just love I want you guys to go wa- watch the video because the tone of his voice is just he actually he's like being really caring, but at the end they're both kind of smiling and giggling at each other. Like mm-hmm. neither of them are taking it too seriously. Obviously Hobie is not going to offend Jin by this comment in any way because Jin, he knows it's true. He starts to like act out the moment and you know, they just kind of like giggle at each other and Hosok adds, okay, so it explodes at the line trophies in my hand, then bang. So yeah, to like prepare for it, (laughs) right. To when to mentally prepare and expect, um, I just think it's super sweet that Hosok was the one to come to talk to Jin. Like it wasn't a producer or a director or like another member. It's Hobie. So I just mm-hmm. wanted to point that out. Like, why would it be Hobie? And I think just because of their personality and their dynamic, like they took it, he took it lightheartedly, but he understood the importance of what yeah. he was telling him because we also know Hobie to be somebody who can get pretty serious, especially like when it's, doing something professionally um Mm -hmm. and it was useful that he came to tell him this because afterwards in the kind of like post interview after filming it so jen did say that he uh freaked out a little bit even with being prepared yeah yeah and there's there's footage of Hobie also hearing the explosion going off and like being like, Oh, like he freaks out too. Mm-hmm. And I think that they both have an understanding that they both kind of have this scared side yeah, to them, yeah. like easily, easily startled. shocked and startled. Yeah. 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 For sure. Uh, but it's so sweet that he did that and very much like Hobie to do something like that. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I just want to say that generally both of them are pretty touchy with each other and they definitely both love to tease each other. Like that's something we've really come to find about Tusok. There've been like moments where they're like cheek pinching or chin grabbing, booty smacking. I love the booty smacking ones. We should have mm-hmm. talked about one, but super cute. You know, there's also moments and there's been a a fair amount of them that we've seen where Hobie's just kind of like checking out Jen from mm-hmm. a distance and he's just looking at him like he's admiring him. Yeah. Like they'll be doing a radio show or an interview and Hobie will be sitting across the room. And when Jen's talking, Hobie will just have like hard eyes for Jen across the room. Like, yeah, it's really sweet and endearing and undeniable. Like it's totally, <laughs> yeah, it's totally there. Um, mm-hmm. so normally we, wrap up romantic moments by kind of talking about like if there's any jealous moments that kind of maybe continue the idea that oh this could be a romantic ship because look there's Mm -hmm. jealousy between them um Mm -hmm. I searched and I searched and I honestly couldn't find any obvious jealous moments I told Mm -hmm. you Bethany about a few of them that I found before recording and they were honestly like funny to me because they were just so so much of a fabricated so much of a stretch (laughs) like so ridiculous like cropping in on Jin's face as he's blinking to say that's a reaction like it just (laughs) I mean 
So I didn't find any jealous moments that could solidify more of the romantic ship argument. But I do personally have a grievance against some YouTubers who make two sock videos that don't have anything to do with like jealousy. Like it'll be a regular two sock video. And then at the end, it'll say now a Namjin moment or now Namjin appreciation. Like, I mean, I, this happened to me numerous times, multiple times. Why do so I just never, I've never seen that happen before. Me either. I am astonished. Why do so many two sock videos end with a Namjin appreciation? It's like a few Namjin moments or like some pictures, like a little slideshow. I'm, there was no, two sock jealousy moments but i'm jealous for them right now that like their videos are getting hijacked by another ship like they need their own (laughs) moment yeah anyways (laughs) that's too funny well yeah i get that but honestly there were a lot of really really great two sock videos out there like compilation videos of such incredible moments of them like it's truly endless. We will put a lot of the videos in the description so you guys can go and look at them because yeah, there's just I just wasn't expecting that no. from Tusak. I don't know why. I just thought, wow, when we pulled their names, I'm like, this is another ship I haven't really looked into ever before, or right. ever really noticed. Uh, I had heard Tusak before. I've seen some Tusak posts, but like, I was just really blown away at how much content there is on them yeah um but yeah that's pretty much pretty much the it end. for the romantic yeah for the romantic moments yeah we we kind of see it i think we'll get into the friendship moments and kind of tell you a little bit more how we feel but definitely i can see how people ship them romantically like they are touchy with each other yeah and this- cute and sweet Mm-hmm. The skinship, the mm-hmm. like giggling at each other, and like the playful they all, teasing, mm-hmm, the teasing, ending up in stitches together all the time, like mm-hmm. totally, totally see it. Yeah. And even as we get into friendship moments, like a lot of them can be argued back to, well, that could be romantic, right? Mm-hmm. So let's do that. Let's get into some friendship moments. If you skipped the romantic moment half of the episode you can stop skipping this is where the friendship is gonna start the beautiful 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 friendship of two sock yeah yeah so starting off i have to mention this moment because when i think two sock this is immediately where my mind goes to like for some reason this video is just like one of my favorite two sock moments of all time (laughs) It's from American Hustle Life, episode six, and they are both sitting outside this like producing recording studio thing, but they're like in a hallway and they're sitting on the floor of this hallway. And I don't know if they were given the task or they were, I don't know what they were doing. Doing it of their own volition. Doing it. Yeah, exactly. But I know that it was like J-Hope's personal camera that he was like supposed to be like filming for the show. But they were in the hallway trying to beatbox together. (laughs) And guys, this video is so, so old. Like, I mean, 2013, 2014, American Hustle Live. But they're sitting on the floor like crisscross applesauce, you know, like just they're so cute. And they're trying to beatbox. And I think 
Hobie, to some extent, is kind of getting it, but Jin, you can tell, is not taking this this seriously at all, <laughs> like at all. And so he kind of starts laughing, and Hobie starts to laugh at Jin, and then they're like, anytime they try to go into beatbox, they both just like burst into laughter. They cannot do it. So then they are driven to the point where they're laughing. It's just like one of those moments where you're laughing back and forth and you just can't stop. Mm -hmm. Like no matter what you do, you just can't stop. (laughs) So they come up with the idea of we should just try to breathe deeply and like meditate kind of together. So they're sitting there like inhaling and exhaling. And of course, like on the second exhale, Jen just like loses it. And then Hobie (laughs) loses it. And it finally gets to the point where Jin is like, I need to fucking stop. You know, like you can tell he's like, I got to quit it. So he slaps himself on the face, like get it together. But he has to do this like three times because Mm -hmm. he really cannot get a hold of himself. And and Hobie finally he like leans over is like. I'm turning off the camera like, <laughs> just, for your health. We gotta quit. Yeah, we gotta quit. Um, but to me, that's just such a great friendship moment that they like were sitting in this hallway. I don't know what time of day it was, but they looked like it was the end of the day trying to beatbox. At least Jen is like, I, I can't do this. Like, I, why am I beatboxing right now? And I they mean, just start laughing <laughs> and they're just enjoying themselves and their yeah. company together. Yeah. I just, uh, I would really like to know, like we've, I guess we should watch the show and it would probably tell us like why they were doing it. But just the act, I think of them trying to beatbox was so hilarious because they mm-hmm. don't know how to beatbox. Mm-hmm. And it was also, I think, I feel like it could have been so late at night or something or like so far mm-hmm. at the end of their day because they were like slap happy at least Jin I think was. that could be it yeah right? I think like, that definitely could be it because yeah the boy he could really he could not hold himself together mm-hmm. okay so I want to talk about Hosok teaching Jin dance routines and helping him improve his dancing in general over the years. Um, I do have a specific kind of moment that I want to share and talk about just because it really caught my eye as one of, wow, okay, a cat just knocked a bunch of shit off my table. Okay. (laughs) So I want to talk about a specific moment because it really caught my eye during all of the research. So it was from a Festa 2016 video in the old dance studio. So throwback. Um, Mm. This is called RM and Jin dance stage behind the scenes. Side note, you guys need to watch this video. I was just grinning from ear to ear watching it the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, so Jimin, Namjoon, and Jungkook are in the front of the shot, and Jimin is going over June's dance with him, and Jungkook is kind of practicing along with them just for fun. So super cute little Min Jun moment right there where Jimin is like doing his dance with June. But in the back of the room, Jin and Hobie are practicing together and I have talked about this before, but I just love Hobie's natural teaching ability and his like dance teacher instincts kick in. And Mm -hmm. he just has this like outflowing of like, 
pop, 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 like pop, 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 Mm -hmm. like to whatever rhythm and beat it is for that like combination of moves. He does it and he does it really loud and it's just, Mm -hmm. it's super cute. Um, And you can tell like it's helping Jin put it all together. Yeah. Yeah. Like they're looking in the mirror together and they're standing next to each other Mm -hmm. and Hobie's talking out loud and Jin is following him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, and what I catch a lot during this video between the dance sequences, between the little practice steps is a lot of smiling between Hobie and Jin. Like Mm -hmm. Jin will turn around to comment about something that he like messed up on or like was late on or something. And then they'll just both end up beaming at each other and like giggling and Mm -hmm. then they get back into it and really there is so much more from that entire video that I could talk about because they show more background practice and then they show the actual stage performance of both June and Jen and they're both really good go watch it but like yeah I just loved these little two sock moments in there they were super super sweet to me and really great friendship moments Mm -hmm. yeah this BTS bomb, you know, Bantam bomb video is really, really great. And it's a classic because I think they maybe had done the Bepsay dance practice video around this time. Yeah. So it's around because Hobie's wearing that same outfit. They're, that's yeah. I was going to say that they're wearing like the same outfit. I think Namjoon's outfit's different, but he, you see if when you watch the video, like he drenches that gray t-shirt he's wearing in sweat. So he probably changed and then they did Bapse or something. But yeah. it's they're yeah. all definitely wearing like the same outfits for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we just know, going back to, to this whole video, we know that from previous research that Sokjin has worked very hard to become the dancer he is today. And a lot of his improvement can be credited to Hobie for helping and teaching him. Uh, And I love this video where you really get to see it, like seeing Hobie be that like dance instructor Mm -hmm. for BTS members. And like they work really well together, I think is Mm -hmm. like the main point that we're making, because like, I mean, not everybody's teaching style and learning style is going to match up that well. But like they Mm -hmm. worked well together and I think they're able to keep it like lighthearted. And Jin knows like he can be really serious with Hobie, but they can also take little Mm -hmm. breaks together. And yeah, just great. And now definitely now he's Mm -hmm. amazing at dance. He's great. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's one of the best. Right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, So. Another friendship moment we're going to talk about is Hobie's birthday live that he did. I think that was in 2018. Uh, So this is the one where he's like wearing a black beanie hat and like this yellow scarf kind of thing. He like looks like a little bumblebee. looks so cute. (laughs) Um, But he shared with all of ARMY that... uh, uh, that Jen had called him at 11 p.m. at night, an hour before his actual birthday, uh, before Hobie's birthday. And apparently he said, J-Hope, I called to wish you a happy birthday. And Hobie was like, really? This is a surprise. You wished me a happy birthday one hour early. <laughs> uh, and then Hobie goes on to share during his V-Live that he thinks that Jen was maybe a little tipsy and was out with a close friend when he called him, Mm -hmm. (laughs) which I think is, oh my gosh, you could so take this as romantic 
Like he's tipsy oh. and calling Hobie thinking of him. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Like who do you call when you're drunk? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but then Hobie goes on to say that Jin ends up saying, I called you in advance because, you know, like, I think I would have fallen. I'll like fall asleep soon or whatever. And like <laughs> miss his birthday. Um, of course, Hobie was so touched. Like, thank you so much, Jen, for calling me <laughs> an hour before my birthday because you were thinking of me and you knew you were going to fall asleep and you wanted to make sure you know, to, that he said happy birthday to Hobie. Yeah, I think that's such a kind gesture of friendship to call early instead of calling late. And like you just brought up, he was on his mind. Mm-hmm. I yeah. love. Mm-hmm. <laughs> totally could be romantic now that I just like. Now that you threw that part that in there. live here. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Um. All right. Another thing we have to mention about just like their friendship and just their dynamic and kind of how they stand with bts as like individuals they both are considered to be like scaredy cats Mm -hmm. of (laughs) bts which i think (laughs) you know we kind of talked about already but it's pretty known that they both get scared easily yeah so the one that we have to talk about was when they were on james gordon and they did the flinch game <laughs> just, uh-huh. I feel so bad for him because they're like, you know, they're just both get scared so easily. And they were teamed up together and they were the very first ones to go. And if you guys haven't <laughs> seen the flinch game, how it works is they have to like they stand behind this clear like plexiglass like door plexiglass thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's just big enough for the both of them to fit behind it. And. James Gordon and like the team there on the show, what they do is when they're standing behind this plexiglass, they shoot like they fire fruit at it. Yeah, like a cannon of fruit. Yeah. Yeah. And so the the whole point of the game is that they have to stand still and like not blink or react. And (laughs) it's just so cute because James asked them, like, you know, how do you think they're going to do? You know, do you think they're going to be cool about it? And Nam June says, they're the most cowards of our group. Like, <laughs> no. <laughs> and Jin, getting in his last word before the fruit is shot at them, he says, come on, come on. I'm not afraid, you know. And he's, like, doing that, like, little gesture where he yeah. holds his fingers to his eyeballs and, like, Right, back and forth. I see you, you see me. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm ready. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. But ultimately, when the fruit is fired at them, Hobie falls backwards. Like, he jumps back and falls onto the floor. Jin, like, flings his hands up in his face and, like, is, like, jumping backward Mm -hmm. as he's, like, (laughs) he's just trying to cover his face. Yeah. Oh, man, they both get so scared. And it's just, it's one of those very memorable moments for Tusok. I mean, poor Hobie, because the trajectory of that fruit really ended up like splattered on the plexiglass right where his face was. Like, so I, I mean, he really did end up, he immediately went, fell on the floor. Like he was Mm -hmm. that scared, that startled that his feet came out from under him and he fell on the floor. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. 
Um, I mean, of course, he got up laughing because he just can't. I think he, yeah, can't, like I think neither he of them cannot believe. He can't believe how scared he gets. Like he just can't mm-hmm. help but to laugh at himself because. And they both did. They both turned and laughed at each other just because they're like, "We're at so least dumb." They went in like as this team effort. <laughs> yeah. like, we're in it together. Yeah, they knew what was going to happen <laughs> to them. Um, yeah. What we've surmised from uh, research about Tusok being scaredy cats is basically they are both easily startled by sudden noises, uh, by confetti mm-hmm. and fireworks popping off. I remember like videos of like confetti on stage and like Hobie being scared or Jin being scared. Um, scared of various animals like snakes or elephants or really anything <laughs> that gets too close too fast. Um, mm-hmm. both very afraid of bugs, sudden movements and people in mascot costumes, which that was not one that I was expecting to come across. But like one time I've, I mean, I saw like two different videos. They brought in people with like different mascots, like characters. And they, even though like you can look and be like, this is just a person dressed up in a big character costume. <laughs> yeah. Both of them like shrivel away and like, don't want it to hug them or like get mm-hmm. too close to them. Like they're just not a fan. I mean, I get that. I get that fear. (laughs) I told Corey once before when we were like on Main Street in St. Charles, like during Christmas, people reenact like different, I don't know, like Christmas characters like Scrooge and all that. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I just get weirded out by these people. Like I can't talk to these people. It makes me so uncomfortable. I just want to run the opposite way. (laughs) Man, I like, I mean, I don't want to like, talk to a mascot at a sporting event you know but like they don't I guess they don't like weird me out or like creep me out like I can kind of compartmentalize it but like can I I sidebar a story or is it gonna or we want to keep going you can do it just do it okay so like uh in St. Louis there's this minor league baseball team the River River City Rascals you know the River City Rascals yeah I do okay <laughs> so we we went to a few games like we would go as a family growing up and uh my brother I guess he really has a problem like with mascots and the interesting River, oh yeah he doesn't like them like I I just feel like it's one of these things that Tusok is going through like just this <laughs> for some reason like I kind of get it like a deep distrust for whoever's in there or whatever mm. is going on uh it just makes me uncomfortable <laughs> yeah i mean that's what yeah some sort of un like discomfort and uh so this <laughs> mascot kept like harassing like my brother like he would come into the section and he would like get in his way or something just being super annoying and my brother got so mad this mascot ended up like flipping my brother's like hot dog on the ground or like nachos <gasps> on the ground or something oh no yeah did he cross, pay for them cross the line. well my brother punched him in the face so that's how he paid for them like he pun- oh man <laughs> my brother was wait like- was he wearing like one of those headgear things so like did he like punch the costume yeah he punched the costume when he was like 13 <laughs> 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 oh man i wish i could just see that yeah but like and then he didn't even get in trouble for punching the costume because of course my mom was like they just flipped his whatever food he had like over on the ground like yeah like what the fuck what are you doing we actually got like 
upgraded seats at the game like they took us in i mean we've never sat in like the green seats at bush stadium but we sat like (laughs) river city rascals Rascals (laughs) home plate okay (laughs) but yeah they, they moved us there and they gave us like a plaque for like fan of the game because they were like yeah no they did (laughs) fan of the game the kid who punched the mascot mascot. (laughs) oh that's great i've never heard that story yeah so these fears exist so we're not trying to (laughs) so we don't blame hobie and jen for having a fear of mascots really distrust (laughs) you don't know yeah uh uh that's great (laughs) all right so getting back to what we were talking about so we were still kind of going along like them being kind of like the scaredy cats of bts but the 50th anniversary run episode we see like two sock on some roller coasters uh and you just get a really good idea of how scared they both are like they both just can't deal with any sort of thrill they're stressed (laughs) yeah very stressed (laughs) um but also in this in this episode the 50th anniversary run episode i think it might be like a behind the scenes or something but uh hosak is about to drink like a water bottle Mm -hmm. and when he's about to put it in his mouth jen actually comes up and grabs it like the audacity but like he's He's young so he's like whatever (laughs) i'm gonna do this he grabs the water bottle and hobie's still holding on to it but he like brings it to his mouth and he's about to take a sip of it because he, I guess he just can. He's like, this is mine. And he's struggling yeah, against mine. the force of like Hobie still holding on to it. Like, yeah, Hobie's he's like, struggling what the hell? To, <laughs> he's like, what yeah, the hell? And so Hobie is like, screw you and squeezes the water bottle and like <laughs> water comes out onto Jen's face. Uh-huh. And it's just, it's another one of those really cute, teasing, silly, silly mm-hmm. moments. Um, and then I also just have to give a shout out to the most recent run episode, run replay episode we did. I covered the, I forgot what episode it was, but the episode where they like reach in boxes like blindly and they have to guess what they're feeling and touching. It's right. like one of the, it's like the senses episode. And if you go and listen to our run replay, <laughs> basically <laughs> Jen and Hobie are just flailing their arms around, freaking out, don't want to touch what's inside these boxes. Just total scaredy cats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the really the biggest cowards of the group, uh, mm-hmm. in Namjoon's words for in sure. In Namjoon's words, yeah. yes. Uh okay, so I want to talk about we talked about Bon Voyage 2 for romantic moments. I want to talk about Bon Voyage 3 in Malta for a friendship moment. Um, they were paired up or they spent a, a, you know, a good amount of time together. Mm -hmm. Um, so I just love this moment. They were at dinner, um, together, obviously. And they both look up from the menu at the same time and say, I want sausage at the same time. At the same time. At the same exact, like 
perfectly aligned in the same tone of voice like I want sausage and then they just immediately started laughing and talked about how they are just totally on the same page and they Mm high-fived across the table like cute cute. total fun moment they're like we are making this work we are figuring it out we're in sync Mm -hmm. um I also just want to bring up their outfits when they are walking around Malta together um and just kind of use this to talk about their similarities and differences in fashion so Jen he basically walked into a store and was like whatever I can find in here that's what I'm gonna wear um he had like this (laughs) he had like this like straw hat on like cowboy style straw hat this maroon and gray really ill-fitting tie that's not even tied correctly uh what would normally be fine and look really nice on him pink and white button down checkered shirt and then like some light wash jeans that are kind of ripped the checkered is like picnic table oh yeah 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 esque yeah like it it just yeah normally i think it would look good on him and but he not still looks this really great this I mean, whole ensemble is like wacky is so wacky <laughs> here's the best part for me is that with all of this like tackiness going on he's wearing a gucci belt mm-hmm Okay, so that's what he's wearing. <laughs> Sitting right next to him is the god of fashion, Jung Ho Sok. Um, mm. And he's wearing like this sleeveless, flannelly plaid, like button down shirt, but it's sleeveless, like the sleeves are ripped off. And there's like four different colors of flannel plaid. Yeah, in it here. looks like there was like four different types of flannel shirts, like scrap pieces that were sewn together. Yeah, but it works. Um, He is wearing around his neck like a supreme phone carrying bag. Uh, He has on those amazing blue tinted sunglasses that he's been wearing around everywhere. Mm -hmm. Um, Some great yellow athletic shorts that are like mid thigh. And then he's also carrying like a yellow triangle shaped clutch. And it doesn't sound like all of this is supposed to work together, but it totally does. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> here's my, my thought process. So trying to follow me, I feel like this duo, they both make very, um, eclectic, eclectic, eclectic choices <laughs> with their fashion. Like, I mean, they they take risks and mm-hmm. um the difference though is Jen he's not necessarily when he's dressing like this he's not trying to pull it off necessarily he's not trying mm-hmm. for it to be like wow look at that look look he's at that he's being chaotic he's being chaotic as fuck you are so right <laughs> he's like he's trying to like turn heads but by like making people laugh mm-hmm. and on the other hand Hobie he's trying to pull it off and he is and he's working it always Mm -hmm. you know but he's not Mm -hmm. like he's not trying to make it ridiculous just for ridiculousness sake he's doing it like for his own fashion style Mm -hmm. so yeah they can kind of fit together with fashion in that like they can wear similar outfits but they're bold Mm -hmm. totally bold Mm -hmm. yep Mm -hmm. yeah I totally get that. And like, not to sidetrack here, but just getting into their personalities. What I found about Tusok is that 
kind of like what you're saying, like they both have this kind of boldness to them and they both can be really crazy and chaotic and loud. Mm -hmm. But what I find so interesting is I get more of an introvert from Jen and more of an extrovert from Hobie, where you would think like someone who's so crazy and out there and all this other stuff, they would be an extrovert. But really, Jen, like, I think it's his sense of humor that yeah. that brings that through mm-hmm. but really is just like wants to be to himself and kind of likes the, being it's the yeah. sense of humor that helps him bring that kind of expressive side out of him I feel like yeah. because it's kind of like protective which I totally understand as yeah. an introverted person like that's kind of it sometimes it can be a mode of expression but going off of what you're saying it's what helps them have such a close friendship connection yeah 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 totally. I'm glad that we brought that up because I've been thinking about it this whole time and I just haven't said it totally yeah <laughs> um another thing we want to mention for friendship is Jen he once for like an interview or something was talking about Hobie Oh, he he was standing just, sorry to preface, he was just standing in like a hallway, like they were maybe doing a photo shoot and he's just talking to Namjoon. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He's just talking about Hobie to Namjoon and he says, quote, there is nothing lacking about Hobie. Look at Hobie if you want to be good at something. And Namjoon is just like, "Uh uh-huh. Yep. Like, yep. That's makes total sense because that is who Hobie is like he just works so so hard Mm -hmm. and Jen sees that and I just think it's such a good friendship moment for them uh another thing I really need to mention just from research Jen loves mama he loves mama like there are so many clips of Jen like during sound check or under stage getting ready for their next performance while Hobie's performing mama. He's just jamming along to it. Like he sings along to it. He Mm -hmm. dances along to it. He really hypes up the song. He, you can tell enjoys it. And, and so it's just like endearing to me how much he loves J-Hope's mama and how supportive he is of it. I think at one point he even says to the camera, mama is everybody's favorite song because like, and then it showed a (laughs) clip of like all of BTS dancing to it. And, um, I just, I think that he connected with the song and he just, I, he loves J-Hope. Like they, Mm -hmm. there's clips of them like looking at each other and singing parts together and just Mm -hmm. like having fun with it. And yeah, I think he loves it so much. Oh, he does. He does. (laughs) Uh, something else kind of talking about, we were kind of touching on their, their humor a little bit and how that connects them. Um, they are really good at joking around together. Like, Mm -hmm. even though other members sometimes seem to tire of this, Hobie never seems to tire of Jin's dad jokes. Um, No. (laughs) Because I feel like both of them, like, as you kind of said, they can both be very extra in their, mm-hmm. like you said, chaotic, like very extra in how they're acting and reacting Out to there. others. Yeah, very full of energy. Um, but because of this, because of this commonality that they share, they have a lot of fun together and things between them seem to seem fairly lighthearted. Like they mm-hmm. just, they, I mean, and they are people who can work well together like if they have to be serious they're serious and they have to get something done but like if they don't they're just having a great time together yeah yeah I agree with that completely like their dynamic is just so 
so great with that. Mm-hmm. And, and that lightheartedness that you brought up, like their sense of humor, they really do feed off of each other. They both find each other funny. They both understand where each other's coming from. Yeah. Um, and it makes it easy for them to be really playful and silly with each other. Yeah. They have like great communication through that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which going off of that, I'm going to mention our last friendship moment. This is from some TV show. (laughs) We're so sorry. We just have to mention this one because it's really, really great. But we have no idea what this TV show is from. And if you guys know it, go ahead and email us, us, message us on Twitter, Instagram, whatever. We don't care. Uh, But it's just some TV show. J-Hope is up in front of everyone and then like the TV show host and Jen are kind of like sitting at this long table. Mm-hmm. But Hobie's like front and center stage and for some reason he's having to act out or charade that he's like frying something up in a pan and mm-hmm. like a frying pan. And he's doing a really good job of it and he's being extra and crazy and energetic like ooh, ooh, ooh like it's hot, you know, he's flipping whatever's in this frying pan. But then out of nowhere, he kind of turns to Jen, who's sitting at the table, who's not a part of this, but J-Hope decides to bring him into it. And he kind of just like there's like this this silent communication happening between them. Yeah. Yeah. And Hobie pretends to like throw the food from his frying pan at Jen and it's all charades like it's all just like miming type stuff yeah and Jen like completely latches onto this he's like yes I'm here for it so he holds up like kind of like a a wok or something like a pot that he's got and he like catches this imaginary food that like Hobie sent him and so he starts acting like it's really hot and he even pretends to add like seasoning to it like (laughs) spicing up this this food and I mean it's it just really is a good way to kind of wrap up yeah two socks friendship and their their sense of humor and playfulness with each other because they do feed off each other really well. I feel like they get along so, so well and like, it's just effortless for them. Yeah. Nothing is like too ridiculous for the other one to catch on to. They seem Mm -hmm. to like easily pick up on what the other person is trying to do or what the other person is talking about like something kind of similar to this that like is just one something that like maybe nobody else would think is funny but like Jen is like trying on earrings for fake love and Mm -hmm. he keeps picking up like ridiculous items and being like Hobie this one and he like picks up like a remote and like a coffee and keeps putting in front of his ear and is like this one and it just it goes on way too long and it would Mm -hmm. like most people would lose interest but every single time Hobie is with it and he is finding it so funny like they just keep giggling back and forth and I just think they just have such a wonderful happy little friendship and they just I think somebody who they can always be ridiculous and chaotic and outlandish with and loud, but also somebody who is going to understand them because I do Mm -hmm. think that through this, we figured out they understand each other pretty well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Overall from the research, what I've gathered is that the romantic ship is totally valid. It's totally there. They have many moments where it's like, whoa, all right. Like, 
that could be a thing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But overall, I think their friendship is just what what wins. Like it's just oh, it's so great. It's and this is why I love doing the the ship series is because you really do get to look at all of the ships and like their specific dynamic and how they work and how they are able to connect. And Tusok is so unique, like their their sense of humor and their ability to like be chaotic and out there and crazy and and shameless. Like they just totally don't shameless. Care. Like, they don't give a fuck. You know, they can they can put themselves out there and be totally embarrassing, but not be embarrassed for themselves. Yeah. I love it. That, that's totally yeah. them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As for me, I will say, yeah, I do see the friendship so much more than mm-hmm. the romantic ship. I'm not going to take any of that away from romantic two sock shippers. But for me personally, I think there's nice moments, but I don't see them like realistically that way. And, you know, at all. But like, mm-hmm. like you said, perfectly just yeah. wrapped up their friendship. Totally agree. We maybe need to do a two sock fanfic. And maybe. maybe we'll change our minds on yeah. it. Maybe next time <laughs> maybe next time we do a fanfic files, we'll one of us will try to pick out a two sock Find one. Find a little a little smut two sock. Sometimes that's what we do. Sometimes we like do a ship it and helps. then we're like, hmm, maybe since I did that ship, now I want to find a fanfic about them and see how I feel about it. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, that was our two sock ship series episode yeah we're getting all the underrated ships guys we swear we can't control it we're just it's luck of the draw (laughs) someday (laughs) we will get to the bigger ones we we will do g cook we will do yunmen we will do namjin so we'll get to those we'll get there we will we promise we don't know when i think we're gonna do every underrated one before those ever happen isn't the joy of this kind of figuring out all of the different dynamics and possible Mm -hmm. ships and plausible ships between every member really Mm -hmm. the purpose of the ship series to see whose is valid right i mean we're not competing but anyways (laughs) (laughs) Uh, they're all valid they're all valid um so if you enjoyed this episode or if you've enjoyed any of our previous episodes, there's a few things you can do to let us know. You could write a review on iTunes um, or whatever platform you listen on. That's huge. Um, it really helps people find us. It helps like people get to know us and it helps build the prospect of us getting sponsors maybe. Um, also, when we get to 300 reviews, we have a bonus episode um, every 100 wow, reviews. Wow, we're almost there. Yeah, dude, we're really close. Um, maybe like 10 or so more and we'll have a a bonus to do every one yeah every 100 reviews on itunes we do a bonus episode so if you want a second episode if you want two episodes in one week and you haven't written a review yet go write a review i don't know what yeah, you're doing and you guys get to vote on the bonus episode like yeah. you guys get to choose it you guys choose we'll the put topic. polls up on twitter and instagram and all that and you guys get to decide that's what like that's the best part about it so mm-hmm. go write us one it literally takes three minutes it doesn't matter what you say just write a review and then we'll give you a bonus episode um <laughs> <laughs> but thank you guys so much for all of the kind reviews that we've gotten so far we do read them and even if we say it doesn't matter what you write as long as you write one like some of the things you guys say in your reviews are just so incredible and we're really really grateful that you guys have these amazing things to say about this 
hobby mm-hmm. podcast that we get to do. Oh, it keeps us so motivated yeah. and really encourages us. It really does. Um, so you can let us know what you thought about this episode. Um, and if we missed, if you are a two sock shipper and we missed any of your favorite two sock moments, please let us know. Um, mm-hmm. Reach out to us via email or social media and you can find links for those things as well as all of the videos referenced in this episode in the description. Thanks for listening and thanks for standing BTS.